Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 in Conversation podcast episode 191. And my very special guest on today's show is Charlie Kitt, Simon, Richard, Stu, John from Seething Akira. Now, Seething Akira have been on the show now three times over the years. And uh, every time it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to them. This time we did do a video call. Uh, so that is up on the YouTube channels, uh, both mine and Total Rock. So please check that out if you want to see our faces. Um, I kind of shot it in a different way with this one. I'd say I did it. Uh, the Zoom recording recorded it the... The, so basically when anyone's talking the camera goes on them uh which is fine um but there was seven of us on the call so it could get a little hectic but it was a great chat um really enjoyed talking about their new music they got a new album on the way in april called dysfunctional wonderland follow up to sleepy skeletal uh they've got three tracks from that out right now they've got gravity which came out last year you've got knock off god that came out earlier this year and you've got kenneth dopeland which just came out um recorded this at the beginning of february so they've got another track on the way as well uh so something to look forward to there uh but they are certainly a band i've been bigging up for a long time and it's been an absolute pleasure having them on the show each time um and i actually got to see them live uh before lockdown which was which was great because i hadn't seen them live before and um yeah made up for that <laughs> in worthing that day uh but yeah uh thank you to everybody um that's been listening to the shows over february i know i kind of doubled up on shows and everything um the Northman interview we had last week uh, uh, absolutely fantastic reception for that one so thank you hope you guys enjoy the music um my show every sunday on total rock the dirt chamber will be playing these tracks so i've got some seasoning akira i've got some um Northman. i've got um i've got north atlas again actually i just got off an interview with leon um he's going to be back on the show uh, interviewed them last year during the first lockdown they've just released a new single as well um so plenty to look forward to plenty to listen to i've got a apple music public playlist as well that i update every friday so please go check that out support the bands on there basically it's a bunch of new songs that i want you to hear but there's some classics on there that i want you to hear or even you know some cheesy classic as well but it's uh, basically 20 tracks i'm going to keep it to 20 and it's just going to be updated every week so some tracks are going to stay on there some are going to drop off new ones are going to come on so uh depending on what tickles my fancy that week you will hear it but subscribe on apple music that'll be awesome um apart from that it's my birthday today so um happy birthday to me uh this is basically coincides when i last spoke to seething akira uh which was in 2017 uh before i moved back to england um it was actually on my birthday i conducted the interview so uh you can go back and listen to that if you want the other one was 2015 i believe um which was a long time ago uh but yeah that's pretty much it on the news front on that one uh got live streams coming up and stuff like that so please look out for that on the schism rock club twitch channel every first friday we are playing live dj kits out and everything and um it's ready to go and uh i'm chomping at the bit to dj again for you guys so please come and join us on there it's free free entry uh you got your own private toilet um and uh yeah you can bring your own drinks um which is, uh, I guess, always fun. But you can also fire up your webcam, join us on the Zoom, uh, and be part of the family that are building on there at the moment. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I'm going to leave you with this uh, podcast. So if you want to switch to the um, visual v- version, uh, it starts bang on the, the, the interview. Uh, it misses out this little intro. So, um, yeah, once you listen to this, you can go watch it, or you can continue to listen to it on here. But this is Seething Akira for the third time. Enjoy. 
So, I'd like to welcome to the show today for the third time in this show's history. I have Charlie, Kit, Simon, Richard, Stu, and John from Seething Akira. Welcome. Oi, oi. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon, evening. You've been on this show three times now, and I'm getting more and more professional as I do this. So I don't know about that, mate. It was, but that was first time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like I said, third time. Um, uh, first time was back in 2015, um, and uh, then 2017, and now we're in 2021, just in case anyone needs the time capsule there. But um, what actually is kind of funny is this interview actually falls the same time roughly around the same time as the last one as well so it's almost exactly yeah. four years um right. which is, is this is this birthday time then for you yes uh what today no or... no it was on my birthday last time yeah um but we're about a month ahead at the moment or well not a month about three weeks ahead okay okay, uh, okay. so i wish you that later then i'll hold on well this is going to be released <laughs> on my birthday thank you um <laughs> so yeah i've scheduled it to to release it just so happened to fall on my birthday as one of the release dates this year so um yeah that's coming out then so um so when people see this it, i will be a little bit older as we all will be by at least a couple of weeks so um, <laughs> that's that's deep man that's what it is <laughs> it is it's crazy it's like it's like every picture of you is is you when you were younger it's just you know there are no future pictures um but yeah we're here like before um when you were on last time we were talking about your sleepy skeletal album um and it was about it was almost about a year before it actually came out as well mm which was obviously because I know you had plans to release it originally through another label, <laughs> which we won't go into. Yeah. It's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but you eventually did get it out um, and bang an album. Absolutely love it. Always playing tracks from on my shows. And when I'm well, when you're allowed DJing out and now I'm DJing online, um, playing all that kind of stuff. And um, thank you. Yeah. You've got a new album due out in a couple of months. Um, called Dysfunctional Wonderland. Now, you've already hit us with a couple of the tracks from it already. Um, you hit us last year with Gravity, um, released during the download um, live stream that they did. It was very cool. Yeah. Um, and then you've just hit us with Knock Off God. It's the second one from that. So um, before we get into some other bits, uh, let's have a chat about those tracks. So, like, you've obviously held on to a lot of these tracks for a while. Um, so you're obviously you know you get stuff done you're very um forward planning <laughs> on that could say so yeah not, not by design mate not by design <laughs> yeah our, our profession is creating material and then sitting on it for years that's yeah. what we do <laughs> we, we, were so, we were so disappointed like obviously last album the last album sleepy skeletal just took us forever for various reasons um and we really needed a massive weight this time, so we created a pandemic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well done. Wow. You've, you've fucked us all. <laughs> we did. COVID Akira. How, how to build anticipation for an effort. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I mean, what, can, what can you tell us about, like, I mean, those tracks, I mean, Gravity, um, I love the video, because you've got a bunch of people at home to basically record themselves. Um singing the song 
Who, who, wants, who wants it, guys? Because I'll talk forever. Go <laughs> on, oh, Charlie. That's what you're good at, mate. I'll give a little rundown on this one. I think I think the reason we chose Gravity from the album to begin with is because it's it's probably one of the more positive feeling tracks on the album, and it was at the time that the lockdown was in full force, and it was just like, man, we just have to get this out. I think I think now is the time, and and it was never intentionally designed to be in that order when we were first talking about release schedule, but when things happened, it was just like this is the right song for this moment it's better to bring something positive and, and probably the, one of the songs that's closest to our previous material from the new album. So it's just, just a nice little, hi, we can it get through like, this. It was like, that was summer, wasn't it? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, and it's quite a sunny, like you say, fun tune. Yeah. I was going to say, it's, it's quite, it's quite a different message from your, uh, your follow-up song um, on that front. But yeah. no, that's what, I, that's what I loved about the Gravity track. It was it was that moment, and and it had those good feelings with it, which at that moment a lot of people needed. I certainly was very happy for that because I, you know, I love music that can make me feel at least positive in some way. Um, but yeah, no, you kind of hit it at the perfect time. And then obviously this pandemic continued. Um, were you planning on releasing this stuff earlier than before? Um, like, was there a, a definite, like, kind of, like, timeline you were working to originally? 100%. Yeah, 100%. I mean, the the, the full album was recorded uh, back in January 2020. Um, that was a Hidden Track Studios. I've got a plug, Oz. Big uh, up, Oz. Absolutely. This is the boy. Incredible producer. <laughs> um, not work with anyone, you know, as, as pro as that guy before. Um, so we were real chuffed with it. But, yeah, generally... The idea was that it was going to release around kind of summertime last year. Um, uh, zombie apocalypse hits, um, so we hold on to the material for a bit. The general idea is to release this stuff uh, prior to a tour, you know. Yes. Um, yeah. And obviously that wasn't happening yet. As Kit says, you know, it was it was the right time to drop gravity around the download info, um, but. You know, we're, we're quite op- optimistic with the release schedule now, and um, we we definitely plan to be touring this year. Um, can't say when, but we we will be touring this year. Uh, but yeah, so it was it was all meant to happen last year. Okay. Yes. No. It, it, I mean, it affected a lot of people, uh, a lot of bands in particular. Um, I've been quite fortunate to sort of sit here and, and chat to a lot of them over that time um and some postponed releases some didn't um and it's just sort of it's a it's an odd thing because like i was like yes give me music because i was consuming it it was like it was great um but i could say obviously from every band being a former band member myself i I know the sort of like the rotor that you need to go on of releasing stuff and then playing live um and that stopped for obviously everyone um apart from like the odd people that tried the sort of social distancing shows and whatnot because um, I know you guys did a live um, a live stream from uh, was it the oh god what was the name of that venue 18 1865 as you would if you had people in front of you. How how did that feel? Awkward. Uh, it, yeah, it was weird. Strange. Like, 
<laughs> for me, I felt like I've played gigs in the past where there's people, but they're not digging it, or for whatever reason, you finish a song and there's silence. Like that's weird enough in itself, but when there's no one there, like, <laughs> albeit you haven't got their attention. Like if they were there, but like they just weren't there, and it was yeah, it was so surreal. It was like an intense rehearsal. It was yeah. it was bizarre. <laughs> I mean, Kit, Kit and Charlie, like you know, they're, they're normally in there and everywhere, and you had to be socially distanced. I mean, you probably talk about that more about that, but you were like relatively sober. If I'm saying as well, it was just all, no, I, was, just, all I like, was sober. <laughs> it was it was weird. It was weird. It was it was kind of. So you're on, you're on the stage and you're looking out and there's these sort of stationary people sitting down. It was a cross between auditioning for your own show and Dragon's Den. <laughs> See, I was, I was going to go down the route of like, it almost feels like an American film where there's like a battle of the bands. Of Back the to the Future. Like they just, a band turns up, they play, they immediately disappear. Then a band turns up and they immediately play and then it just disappears. It just felt like it was a... A really strange experience, I think, the whole thing. Because usually we'd stick around for the whole evening, we'd, mm. we'd be social, and there would be people. I mean, the, the people was definitely a weird factor, but even the whole process was just turning up, playing, disappearing. That bit alone was just weird. So so much missing. Just so, so much missing. I mean, yeah. it really it really highlights how important uh, the crowd are, and, and just having people there is a massive factor i mean we were we were in two minds about doing it and like um i was really unsure if i wanted to but you know we did it and it was it was definitely worth doing for sure 100 percent. you know it's, it's great and um I'd, I'd kill to do that today like i would kill to do it now um but it's such a different experience um i don't i'm you know no alcohol is not the answer kids but also we weren't drinking at all so it was like it was ridiculous. <laughs> no, it's, it's crazy because, like, you were like one of the first batch of bands that um, I saw do this kind of like live stream full show, and um, a lot of my um, counterparts and in, in the sort of like DJ side of things were doing or were starting to do live streams as well. Um, I attempted a couple initially, and I think I was the same as you. It's just very weird. There's no one to feed off of. You know, am I picking the right music? And there was you don't you didn't get any kind of interaction. Um, obviously, that's evolved now. Like I, I'm sure you guys, some of you guys have seen various clubs doing um, these virtual club nights. Uh, Apocalypse being one of them. Um, which I know Kit was at one recently. <laughs> yeah. um, and my club Schism have started doing them now as well. And we've got like a full kind of like virtual dance floor. So it's like it's well, it's not like it is. It's Zoom like this that we've got here um but you've got people listening to the tunes you've got people dancing people like getting ready to do this they're like putting on their makeup and, and and dressing up and stuff and it's it's crazy how that like that side of it's evolved i mean would you go back i mean obviously you said you'd kill to do it again but would you like it like in that sort of like arena where you could actually see people via zoom you know at least see them moving and enjoying it i i think i think that is that's the important part of any kind of performance, any kind of social interaction. It's not, you're not playing to a vacuum, you know, it's a dialogue. It's a call and receive, mm. you know, you vibe off them, they vibe off you, and that's what drives it along. So without that other part of the dialogue, it always feels empty, you know? So having other people there responding is, is, is what it's all about, I yeah. feel. Yeah, because they tried it with, like, sporting events and stuff as well, like, got a big old screen up, Zoom wall, people watching football or whatever. 
Um, and I was just like, if like, obviously going forward, we're looking at, well, we don't know what's going to happen, but if, if you guys are sticking to this release schedule and you said you will, you do want to tour this year, um, would you consider doing like obviously around release time? Like, are you planning on doing anything online like that again? Um, but maybe with a bit more production behind it or anything like that. There's, there's, um, there's a very strong possibility that, uh, around the release of the album, if possible, we would do a social distance gig. Um, so if we're still under those restrictions, um, we would do that. Um, to be fair, I mean, I haven't really considered the live stream yet. So open question, boys, what do you think? Yeah, do you know, as you said earlier, mate, at this moment, I was, I'd take just setting up in a Tesco's car park and just blasting out, you know? I just, <laughs> absolutely, just, absolutely. Just give me, just give me something. <laughs> like the old days. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> I'm, I'm down. Let's do it. Let's go set up. Tesco car park, North Harbour. Let's do it, boys. That's a big car park. Good choice, John. No, no, yeah, no. We, we don't want, you know, I don't want customers, no. <laughs> Make sure we bring the merch. <laughs> yeah, and the hand, sanit- hand sanitizer. Yeah, free bottle of sanitizer with every T-shirt. I'm going to lose money, aren't they? Has it gone down yet? <laughs> Anatizing Akira. <laughs> Amazing. Um, <laughs> so, um, like bringing bringing it back to to the album itself. Um, obviously, you've given us two tracks. You're about to release another one. Um, by the time this goes out, it will be out, so we can name it. It's going to be called Kenneth Dopeland. Um, what can you tell us about that track? I mean, I've I've been fortunate enough to hear it, and I really like it. Um, Thank you very much. But how do you guys, obviously, what, what's the sort of like uh, feeling with you guys? I actually think that was one of the first songs that I wrote when starting to write for CB Akira when I first joined. So for me, that holds a bit of bit of value. It's, you know, it's a powerful song. It's, it's aggressive. And I really enjoy it in that sense. Nice. I, I think it's definitely one of the tracks that almost takes us close to far away from what we're we're known for if that makes sense that yeah. i think that's one of the ones that kind of really takes that and knock off god are quite too out the box compared to what we've usually been doing in the past uh kenneth dopeland i think is quite a hard hitter and it's just bonkers and i, I love music that's bonkers <laughs> which is brilliant so all thumbs up from here nice <laughs> anyone else want to comment on it I keep trying to wait my turn. I will, if you guys... <laughs> Go on, Charlie, <laughs> step up. I know, know Spud's stopping at the bit. Like, come on, Spud. No, I, I am, but I don't, like, I don't want to, like, step on people's shoes. Because like, I have an opinion for every question, but I won't, like, I have to rein myself. I'm going, do it. It's, okay, so it's, it's like a... When I hear this song, I think it's like a, a live, big, sort of, huge gig. It's just a huge, bouncy, riffy tune. Yeah. You know, it's one of those, the tempo, the, the riff, everything about it is just about getting people involved and jumping around. It's just a, it's a great song. And total live song, it's amazing. Cool. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I think it's going to be fun live as well. <laughs> Maybe we'll find <laughs> out one day. Um, but yeah, um, kind of to echo what the boys have said, it, it's, um, it's just kind of a bit of lunacy. It's a bit, just a bit of a crazy track, and you know, there's a there's a method to the madness of releasing that after something like Knock Off Gods. Um, it's a little bit more upbeat, you know, yeah. along with the energy side of it. So, 
although it's um it's uh it's definitely different as kit says it's it's fun it, you know i you know i, I hope people yeah. enjoy that it's definitely a fun track cool actually let's take, let's, let's go back back a bit because we didn't really talk about knockoff god I've just realised. Um, <laughs> but let, let's go back. See, it's, I'm, I'm not that not that professional. Still, you see, I still struggle. Um, so, yeah, what, like, what was the sort of feeling behind that song? Because it was like it was a darker turn from a lot of your stuff that that you've released previously. Um, so, I'm thinking back uh, things like Airstrike and stuff like that. They're all kind of upbeat, big tempo. Um, a lot of tracks off like Sleepy Skeletor and stuff like that. And uh, but this one really kind of like it had a lot of. Um, um what's the word i'm looking for I'll, I'll just go for anger i was going to use something clever but i'll go for anger um it seemed to have a lot of anger behind it um so I what we um just uh, i'm going to sneak some something in maybe before kit chats about it but there's something really interesting along along with a lot of the back catalog um uh, some of the so kit's the lyric writer okay so the, the stories come from kit completely <laughs> And um, what what has definitely happened in the past with a lot of the tracks, um, Kip tends to write quite quite deep. You know, he's an exclusive, um, a hidden in plain sight. He writes quite deep, um, and it's not always noticeable because of um, the production, the style of the music that we write. So there's things that you wouldn't twig. Um, this track, which is again one of the basis. Um, written by written by John which is kind of more more metal and more kind of traditional in that sense lent really well to uh, Kit's lyrics and it's just it's way more uh, noticeable and out in the open the the depth of his lyrics so sorry Kit kind of exposed you a little bit there but there you go uh, I have no further questions your honour <laughs> <laughs> amazing yeah pretty pretty much nailed it uh, not not always like uh, yeah always I think when it comes to how I write I tend to write to the track that's at hand and that track always makes me feel a certain way and that certain way always links me to a, a story or a memory or some kind and that's kind of what it all transpires to be you could say but when this one came out proper swinging I was like yeah this this is the one Times one leash a bit. Nice, nice. So, if is there anything else you can t- you can tell us about the album? Because um, obviously I've been in a fortunate position to actually kind of listen to it and um, absorb it in. <laughs> Cheeky. Um, I know, I know. Perks so of the job. <laughs> um, but is there anything else you can? Because like, there's obviously a couple of things on the album that um are there, but I don't know if you want to keep that in for now because I know you're releasing a couple more tracks. Um, you don't want to sort of spoil it, obviously, but you know what? What can your fans expect from it? Nothing like they've heard before. To be honest, it's, it's it's a complete variety of different genres and different sounds, and sonically, it's probably one of my favourite releases by Stephen Nicker. And that's not just because I'm on it. As <laughs> well, <laughs> funny that, funny that. <laughs> yeah, calling you out, Charlie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I think in terms of our music styles that we listen to as fans, 
I think we've, we've edged even so much more closer to bands that we love and we're, not that we're trying to imitate anyone like that. It's just, I think it just happened watching the guys writing their songs coming out and the demos developing. It's just, it was just clearly everyone was just on the same page. And even when we went into the studio to start recording it and we had demos, like we didn't have any, any my drums went on there. I had to go in there and, and record. And But it was just, it just flowed so nicely and recorded so well. And I think everyone was just, teeing off of each other and I'd hear that I'd heard the lyrics back because I, I went home and I heard the lyrics when it was all finished and I was just blown away by what the lads done and the guitars the bass everything I think everyone's just gone up from being you know we're a local southern local band but it's just like from what we've previously released to now with the production on the side of it um, and mixed in with it it's just we just gone up a notch and you know not 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 trying to blow our own trumpet, trumpets but we're just I think I'll speak for everyone when I say we're really proud of this album we just hope we just hope that people enjoy listening to it. I mean, what what did you think of it, Barney? With your, your little sneak listen, what, what, what was your, what was your thoughts? Um, no, I, I I really liked it. It's definitely um, it's um, it's you've definitely grown on that front mm. um, as a band. Obviously, you've 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 there's six of you now, and <laughs> and um, it, it, you can definitely kind of like see that progression because obviously I've been following you guys since well a while. Um, let's just say a while. I'm guessing it's around 2014, I think, ish. Um, well, you say 20 years then. Yeah, I thought that. Really? Yes, we've been in this pandemic for a while now. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's. I really, really like it. There's some absolutely banging tracks on there, um, and the ones you've got coming out are solid tracks. Like, awesome. you know, the ones you got like like to come out and um no i th- i really think it will do really well i just um it, it's really for if because it falls into a lot of my passions when it comes to music so i've always loved the kind of electronic side of things like i've always been a massive fan of drum and bass going back to like um metalheads era um we're talking like dillinger goldie stuff like that like og dillinger yeah. like stuff like that and 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 metal and my metal was well, when I was a little kid, it was just anything I could get my hands on. So ACDC, Guns N' Roses, Iron Maiden, all that kind of stuff. Um, but as I sort of like started to buy my own music and sort of, you know, my own style, was that new metal was the thing that hit when I was a teenager, when I was like 15. Um, and it throws in all those sounds. And it's just, it's just an amalgamation of everything that I love on that front. Um, and yeah it's it's definitely it's a much more mature album um than like it's matured from the first one and obviously following you guys from trying to think of the first track that i played you guys i can't remember the name i should have had it written down um <laughs> I, know, I know what it is i reckon anyone <laughs> say it say it no i'm not going charlie go on charlie say it. i please, know you're gonna say it. <laughs> please, please say it i can't <laughs> it's like <Fire> power <laughs> We there you go. <laughs> um, but you know, um, like from there, and then obviously the the bands that are around you at that time. Um, I think it was uh, it was actually the guys in Collisions that recommended me to you guys. Um, and then obviously over time, that's kind of like spanned out, and you're all kind of in the one. It's all come back round again, if that will. <laughs> um, and and going from there, and you've got like various other bands that are kind of taking that electronic approach to stuff now um obviously we've always had like kind of like enter shikari pitch shifter um on that sort of like so i, I call it like big room electronic sounds 
um, kind of like big room dance music. Um, not kind of industrial, like, you know, where it's very kind of for a minute crowd. Um, but it, it, it just sort of, I've always loved that sound. And you guys have like really honed that sound now and given it that like today's kind of like edge to it. Um, at a real, at a real uh, kind of personal objective. When so the likes of with the writing, like uh, it, it is really important to say that the writing structure changed massively in this album. With with John and Simon in mm. particular, both of those guys contributing a lot more than when in the past it was mainly me writing. Um, and as uh, uh, Stu said, to, to to kind of write things which were more what we listened to, the bands that we really like. I really wanted to to make a more to have a more metal sound, keeping the electronics, but kind of fuse it the way we fuse it, and and try and make it our own as much as possible. And there's there's probably there's a couple of tracks on the album. Um, they're not even my favourite tracks, but there's a couple of tracks which, are for me, fuse it exactly how I've always envis- envisioned it. So like I'm. I was really, really over the moon with these tunes. They're just, they're, they're what I wanted it to be for a, for an awful long time. Nice. Amen yeah. to that. It's, de- it's definitely something that um, I've always strived to do when, when I was in a band um, back, this is almost 20 years ago. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but I was, when I was, you met the, us. Huh? <laughs> when you met us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Around that time. Um, but no, I was, I was in a band that, that, that fused a lot of electronic elements with, well, it was it was new metal it was the british new metal it was um it was the likes of like when we were kicking around like vacant stare and things like that were the bands if you've heard of any of you heard of them yeah. um and and obviously the big sort of new metal bands at the time biscuit slipknot all that kind of stuff was sort of like the big american bands and um obviously they're still kicking around today which is still weird but uh like i've always wanted to fuse like electronic sound more and I was in the sort of like seat of doing that with this band because I was the electronics guy, I was the DJ, I was the scratcher, I was the beat guy, sampler. I don't know what you call me, Dexman. I think they called me at one point. Um, <laughs> you know, big baggy jeans and wallet chain. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was something I've always wanted to do. And and there's been a few tracks that we made, and and it was almost there it was almost there um but like hearing you guys because i even when i like go back to listening to like early shakira um shikari sorry (laughs) (laughs) she was massive in metal um (laughs) them hips don't lie mate no exactly exactly (laughs) Um, (laughs) but like 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 that pitch shifter pitch shifter obviously came from like the sort of industrial age of stuff like early earache stuff um and then they kind of went big room with dot com and everything and obviously you guys work with jim davies who was partly responsible for that um and uh yeah it's just sort of like those bands that really those really inspired me back then um and obviously um enter shikari they're still going now and they're still doing what they're doing um but it's still it's not quite the perfect mix if you will uh but you guys really do nail it you get that kind of like it's not it's not like it's um separate it's not like it's two separate tunes mashed together if that makes sense whereas a lot of those ones have that like they've found this like sample that they're kind of they're, they're happy with and they you know they've got a beat and a riff already they just put that yeah. sample behind it um you guys really have melded it and made it as though it is like there's someone there doing that if that makes sense yeah it was intentional yeah 
Well, clearly <laughs> <laughs> intentional. <laughs> Amazing. So, what have, you, what have you guys like? Obviously, we talked about the album now. So, you know, um, we know that's coming out um, uh, later this year. Uh, we're looking at oh, what was the release date on it? I thought I had it written down. 11th of April. There you go. Yeah. I knew one of you would know it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you've got that sort of like time between now and then to kind of like, you know, obviously sort out all the other bits and bobs. But what, obviously, ideally you'd be touring and things like that. Um, but what was it kind of like over this sort of like past year when, when those sort of like gigs were like taken away? How how has that kind of like affected you guys in this whole? Because I saw you guys at one of your, at one of the gigs for the first time I saw you and it was a tiny venue it was Bar 42 um, love that place and uh, yeah it was just like it was a, it was kind of on a, a, a like just a random like fuck it I need to do this because I've been back in the country for a couple of years <laughs> and, and, I, and I hadn't I hadn't been able to see you guys or I hadn't like you know I just hadn't got out of the house and then they decided to get out and then they lock it down so you know what was that like from a band's perspective like on that front because obviously i mean i look at it from my perspective as a dj all my clubs got closed down so and they've continued to be closed down since march um and you know i'm i'm, I'm doing stuff online now i feel like i'm that far away from an only fans so, yes. so. Yes. <laughs> it's, sub. It's, it's just gonna be me crying yeah. and eating pizza that's all it's gonna be um <laughs> mine's just stroking my cat <laughs> i just have them on my lap and just like yeah three pound a vid yeah yeah um so like how's it affected you guys generally it's been it's been really difficult it's uh, it's hit us all at different stages as well I think we're all super excited to go out and, 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 and gig and it's what we do we were doing it you know felt like every other week we were out um, mm. you know getting together and then just have that taken away then the practice in rehearsing went um, and we're all dealing with our own problems anyway and the whole what well, everyone is um, it was it takes the wind out your sails but you know we're in a group discord chat and you could just see who was tapering off and who was involved and it was just like people were like kind of pick, trying to pick each other up and you know it still happens now like you know we're still we're still not over that we're all obviously excited for the releases which has been really really positive that people can hear our music now but it takes it affects us differently at different times and it's been it's been a bit of a roller coaster i suppose and it? it's been a bit just you know 100%, tough 100 yeah, yeah, i'll tell you what you're bang on the money about the the ups and downs like you say like everyone has that but like genuinely um there's been there's been proper down times there's been uh, kind of like picking stuff up these little like like releases and stuff like that obviously really help um there he is there he is um, so you get you get a freebie i usually I charge three quid a video like i said but wow, wow. there you are i'll censor it out for the release it's fine yeah thank you, mate. Thank you. <laughs> uh, head to onlyfans.com forward slash kittenless cat for, for more <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm at a point now where I'm kind of feeling more defiant than ever. Mm. I've like you know got through on the ropes and got slapped a little bit, maybe got knocked down, but getting up and it's like Lock it back up again. Yeah, exactly. Chase the chicken rock, chumba wumba. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, enough of my emotions. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I'm just. Uh, I'm, I do see a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm, I'm optimistic about things because 
I've been in a place where I've been kind of like pessimistic about it all and it doesn't go anywhere. So yeah. I'm, I'm aiming for good things and I'm, I believe they're going to happen. And when they do happen, they're actually going to be the best fucking times we've ever seen. So oh, totally. um, I'm just, I'm just well up for it. Really. Let me add them. Yes. Yeah. I echo that completely. To be fair, I'm just, we need those live shows back. That's the one thing we all want. I think mm. I've seen so many bands, some, some bands, fold over this you know yeah. i've seen a few yeah and like you know you look and you you understand why like i can i can see why um but but that's not gonna we're not gonna get beaten by this like, we're just no. no way it's not gonna happen excellent what about the other guys i can see simon there i know you've been on this show before yeah <laughs> same with the other guys it's just a waiting game i'm just you know every morning i wake up it's like right can i geek today no fuck's sake <laughs> I just walk. He can sense that one out. Sorry, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, you know, every day I'm practicing at home in this space, and like some days to get the vibe, I turn the lights off and I practice in the yeah. dark. And I, and you know, I, I'm just like, oh, where where are all the people? Where is everyone? And you know, it's it's going to happen. It's going to happen soon. It's just it's just waiting. You know, yeah. it's just got to stay positive and just think about you know unleashing these tunes where we've had them so long we just want to get them out there mm. and i want to play them in front of a, a room fat a pack full of people um and it's going to happen yeah it's going to happen yeah definitely no it's, but in the meantime you've given me a good idea i might have a look on youtube and see if there's like a crowd simulated video i can put on that's just a group of people cheering just put up all my monitors like turn the lights off that might that might get you back in the swing of things for a little bit yeah. At least get us through till past the lockdown. You can make a bit of money, get like a crowd chanting band names and sell it to those bands. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny, but it's, it's absolutely, it's weirdly, it's kind of true. It's like we all, we all have like regular jobs and stuff, but, but music is like, without sounding too cliche, music is, is our real outlet. Mm. it's where real aspects of us we can really put a show on and do stuff and not being able to access that and do that it's like it's like Superman's been Clark Kent all the time <laughs> and just <laughs> like at his, at, at, his, at his typewriter all the time and he's got this and he's got this ridiculous costume under his clothes but he can't show anyone because he's at his desk all the time <laughs> and it's just yeah it's just very very frustrating so yeah so the live shows are going to be amazing when we, when we get when we get back on that stage it's going to be mental because we're going to have like what a year and a half of gigs bottled up in all of us that we're going to unleash it's going to be mad and to be fair as long as um, if you know if things go right uh, an awful lot of uh, festivals and gigs and stuff that have been rescheduled you know in in fact a lot of the time multiple times now yeah um you know, we, we, we actually have a build of some good shows, which, you know, we, we can look to those as well to think about, you know, when those shows happen. They're really good shows and, uh, and festivals, and we get to play all the new music as well. So there's, there's, um, there's a proper pot of gold at the end of the, at the, end of the maze, I think. Excellent. And have you guys, like, planned any, um, like, obviously it's difficult, when you come back to doing live shows... Um, have you got any kind of like ideas or stuff in the pipeline to kind of like stage production wise or are you just going to go six guys on a stage destroy the people in front of you 
<laughs> Old I'm painting myself yeah. green. I'm going. I'm going for this new Hulk thing. I know Hulk's been done, but I like the color green. I think. I think I'd look good, completely covered in the color green. That, that's my new 2021 stroke 2022 gig adventure. I'm just nice. going full green. Full green. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. I'm also going to recycle a lot. Keep it like ultra green. <laughs> <laughs> We also also had, we've had quite a few conversations about trying to improve the the set. Um, I'll be honest, we haven't really managed to get a lot of it done yet, but there's, there's been kind of like lighting discussions to be fair, actually. Um, everyone's been updating and improving their gear and, and how things work. And the, the rare time that we have got into a practice room, we've been able to start messing with, New toys, right? Most people have got new toys, I think. Um, so the, the sound generally has kind of been improving. Um, uh, so there's, you know, there's a good chance that it's going to be bigger. I think the sound will be bigger. Nice. Cool. So, yeah. you know, I, I mean, let's try and get a bit more positivity out of this because we talk about this fucking pandemic. What's lockdown? <laughs> you mean my wife's been keeping me locked in the house? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a big lie to keep you in a shed. Oh my god. <laughs> no, not yet, Barney. Not yet. It's not over yet. Another six months, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> It puts the lotion on the skin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you better not hurt my dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Um, <laughs> that as well. um, so yeah, let's let's talk about some other things you got. Um, like I mentioned earlier, you, you worked with John Davis um, uh, this year or last year. Um, you remixed one of his tracks from Head Wars as well. Um, and I know you worked with him before um, on, was it Agravito? You did a couple of tracks on that. Uh, so it? Jim was actually, um, Jim was the first guy to produce our first single, okay. um, which which you played on your show. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, many, many, many years ago. Many years uh, ago. We also, we also went to him uh, when, when we did Sleepy Skeletor, we had... Uh, we did part of it with one producer and part of it with another producer. So half was with Reese Fulber and the other half was with Jim. And it's a really long story why that happened. So we won't do that today. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, so we, you know, we've, we've had a really good close relationship with Jim. Um, and it was, yeah, it was really nice to be asked to remix one of his, one of his tunes. But um, yeah, Deuce, Deuce phenomenal. He's just a, an absolutely wonderful guy and to, and to be honest with you like um one one of my heroes from back in the day you know the, the listening to the likes of kind of breathe and, and firestarter and you know growing up with that stuff doing all sorts of really wrong young person stuff with that and and like finally meeting the guy that played it in the studio and recorded it um and him turning out not to be an utter penis as well was really really good yeah um so yeah it's just <laughs> Jim's a legend, man. He's great. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I had him on the show last year uh, when he released the the, the, the original album, and uh, yeah, it was just it was just again it was that kind of thing of like shit. He wrote he wrote some of that music of my childhood, and I'm like yeah. shit. And I you know doing doing like you say wrong things, 
yeah. <laughs> to some of his right you think about those ones and you were like uh, you know remember time that was playing in the background and you're getting un- up to some you know serious naughty stuff or whatever and then you're like you're meeting the guy that played it when you were a kid and uh, yeah it's just it's kind of mind-blowing really yeah. and, and it was uh, it's a bit of an honor and it's 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 cool that this band has been the vehicle to to open up those kind of doors which is really nice nice do you have any more plans to work with him at all or you just sort of like gonna see what what oh yeah there's there's no plans but you know we we do cross over quite a bit so there's there's always those possibilities of remixes maybe in the opposite direction who knows you know cool and you guys got to play with um pitch shifter uh as well um just over a year ago (laughs) i think um, spud's got an opinion on that (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've got a... <laughs> surprise! Yeah, surprise! What a surprise! <laughs> uh, no, we uh, picked shift of the first band I ever went to see live. First proper band I ever went to see live. Oh wow! And I, to, and I saw ten minutes of their set before I had to get the bus. I had to get the train home. So being able to share a stage with those people was just an incredible, incredible, really humbling experience. It was difficult though, because normally I like to chill out at a show, but I couldn't because I was like looking over my shoulder the entire time, going, "Oh, oh, oh, oh god, oh god!" Yeah, it was. Yeah, amazing. do you remember? Do you remember the awfully funny story about that show? Oh, yeah, what the one we can't repeat? No, no, we can we can repeat this one for sure. So there was also um, <laughs> Earth Nine were on tour with them. Yeah. Um. So we opened. Oh yeah. We opened the show. It was at the Wedge Rooms in Portsmouth. Um great time awesome time uh earth tone nine get on there I, I know they're like maybe a couple of minutes into their second tune and black everything just stops all the power's gone um so you know what it's like music venue you're thinking uh oh, man something's flicked in a bag something's blown yeah turns out it it wasn't the whole block was out completely on the power grid so uh, the guy that runs the venue gets up on stage, you know, can't even shout for a mic, and he's shouting to everyone, there's been a power cut, please just, you know, hang on for a minute and everything will be fine. We've got a friend with us who actually has Tourette's. Um, that's Mike, Stu, if you, you know, he's got Tourette's, right? And um, dude's shouting on stage, like, everyone calm down, he'll power be back soon. And um, my, bu- my buddy just, like, shouts, like, fuck off! something like this at him like super loud and he turns around proper grub everyone's like really pissed off like who's the drunk in the corner it's like he's not drunk he's just got Tourette's but yeah it was amazing friends with Tourette's are awesome yes <laughs> and what That's about today's what, lesson and what about the story you can't tell I don't even know what that is no, I, was, I, I was I was just stalling because I couldn't remember what Charlie was talking about okay. well covered up mate I like it yeah it's good. It's good. You should be a presenter. Um, <laughs> they, they never get a word. They never get a word in edgeways, mate. That'd be terrible. <laughs> but no, I mean, I saw Pitch Shifter on that tour. Um, I've seen Pitch Shifter a stupid amount of times uh, in the past, and um, yeah, actually, I didn't go to the the Portsmouth show. I should have. I should have, but I didn't. I went to the Nottingham show, um, which was uh, it was amazing because it was kind of like again me at 16 17 years old um you know feeling that way again which is which is great and uh you know they weren't they didn't look so old on stage either which was good because there's always that kind of danger when those bands like it's been 20 years since we released this and they look like it's been 20 years 
spend 30 years you know <laughs> so they're, 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 they're kick ass man aren't they like they they to this day like they yeah. are like they perform it so well they sound really good um that kind of re- I, I was fabulous. I don't know if you've even if you're remembering it, but when we we got we put got vocals on one of their tunes last year. Yeah, actually, that came up back on my. I was looking for an old hard drive, and I found that again. That blew blew my mind a little bit. Like, just couldn't believe it. Like, getting the offer to 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 pop vocals on one of their tunes was just like another one of those what what the fuck's going on situation. Yeah. Nice. No, that was cool. That was the Everything's Fucked single, wasn't it? Or was it the yeah. Ununited Kingdom? It was Everything's Fucked, wasn't right. it, with you guys? That's the one. Yeah. 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 yeah, no, that was, I mean, it was, again, when they say that was like 20 years old, I'm like, fuck, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but then I looked, I looked earlier today and my, my debut album is 15 years old this year, so. Wow. Dude, I need to hear this. I really need to hear this, right? You're going to have to send it to me. Okay, I'll do it. But just like it's, it's new metal from like 2006. Sounds amazing. <laughs> uh, that um, I was 16 then, so that's basically all I listened to. So yeah, going to take oh, cool. many boxes for me. Well, we were in Kerrang at that point. If you were following bands on that, we got like 4Ks and all that kind of shit. Ah. Yeah, we were we were like featured in there, and we were like flavor of the month. Yeah, it definitely send me that across. Um, no, definitely. Okay, I'll, I'll send the file over to you later. I think you, we'll have a listen. We'll zoom you next week and interview. Yeah, oh, yeah, all right. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> that won't be awkward. Well, we'll <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've I got a couple of questions left for you guys. Um, I know a couple of you've already been on the show before. You've probably already answered these questions because they're still, I think they're still the same from back then. I might have changed them. I can't remember. But um, what I was going to get is, I know Simon's already answered this one last year because he was already on the show with his <laughs> with his other band um <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to dub you in um but uh yeah they, they know about it it's fine That's not yeah. bad. <laughs> what other band <laughs> i was his temp don't worry every time he wanted to go to a wedding that's the only reason i'm here <laughs> <laughs> oh you're talking about the wedding band oh. <laughs> Um, but um, what are your guys three um, let's go three top albums the ones that really kind of um, inspired you to do what you do uh, or shaped you to be the person that you are that's a big question it is a big question for six of you it's going to be hybrid theory is just there that's there for me as well cool Uh, obviously I've got to say it's it's Left Hand's White Pony for me because I've got Chino tattooed on my arm. So, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, one of my favourites. Cool. When you I say think... Chino, I think you're saying like Chinos, like the clothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a pair of trousers on the arm, yeah. <laughs> oui, the pantalon. Basically, he's got, you, he's got you on his arm. like Yeah, <laughs> I know, yeah. No, I can't, I can't believe like, that album's 20 years old as well. Like, I know. It's, the, like, have, have you listened to the remix album? Yes, it's yeah. incredible. It's fucking. It's, just, really, it's really given good. a total new life to those tracks. Definitely. Um, yeah. God, I've, got, I've got to be thrown out. I'm. I'm trying to think about what what <laughs> kind of got me into music, and um, I've got to be. I've got to be saying Nirvana, even though it's like, you know, it doesn't relate to to us really. But yeah, um, Nirvana 
was the first time I, I I saw something that made me go, you know, this is this is like extremely raw and 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 you know on its own. It just had its own vibe to it completely. Blew my frigging socks off. I had a similar sort of thing with System of a Down because I'd listened to a lot of metal at the time and obviously new metal and stuff. System of a Down just seemed like that. Just that left, that like weird, like oh, there's something really weird that stands on its own legs, but in its in the same category. Mm-hmm. And yeah. toxicity for me was, and I know their first album's good, but yeah, like toxicity, which is for me, just the bar was heavily set. I love, literally, love them ever since. Yeah, it's one of those. But yeah, I think for what, top three albums, it will have to be Toxicity. One, one of them for me. Nice. Yeah, it's one of those things with with. Um, I had this conversation with someone the other day about System of a Down and um, and how the first album was kind of um, lost for a lot of people because at the time yeah. it got absolutely panned. Like I remember the reviews. Like there was a famous review for it. It said, "Come back, Cold Chamber. All is forgiven." Like one of wow, the magazines no printed well. that. That was the review for the first wow. album. Um, <laughs> And then they totally just blew up. Toxicity just fucking straight in their faces. Um, and their live performance as well was, like, amazing back then. Yeah. Um, it's it's, it's yeah. unfortunate they're kind of... They're still around now, but not at the same time. Um, I'd love to see how they've kind of, like, evolved on that front. But, no, Toxicity was an amazing album. Like, so many, so many tunes on that. Yeah, it's just banger after banger on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Simon, which Metallica album is it? <laughs> Did I mention Metallica last time? Uh, I didn't go back and listen, so um, I don't know. But um, if you say Reload, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm... I don't know if I mentioned Metallica or not, but... Um, Metallica? No. <laughs> Crazy Fist were in there, I think. Remember, aren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember the others, but... Um, yeah, going back on that System of Down comment, like I really like Steel This Album, the one that followed Toxicity. Yeah. Like, I think there's been bangers on there, definitely. Um, and I think that's a bit more kind of broader in terms of genres as well, but, you know, personal opinion. Yeah, no, it's it's a solid album. I mean, it was like, it was just because it was, I think the stigma of it was released, it was released because the record label just had a bunch of B-sides uh, which essentially they were, and that's why they called the album "Steal This Album," just purely because I don't think they wanted it out at the time um, because it was B sides. It was you know shot like cutting floor stuff. Um, but then, again, there are some tunes on that. But um, yeah. yeah, I just love the like the end, the end, like the overall message of it is like "Steal This Album" because at that point people were stealing albums, um, you know, until Lars kicked off about it. And uh, <laughs> those, days when you, those days when you can walk into HMV and buy an album. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Assuming just walking into HMV is a challenge now, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If HMV was open, you still wouldn't be able to walk in it. <laughs> it's very true. You have to do click and collect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued, Stu. Did you say what you... Uh, yeah, admittedly, uh, it's a difficult question, Barney. You just throw, throw it out there willy-nilly, and uh, it's a big question. But it's definitely I mean, Celeste, isn't it? When I when I go, I just <laughs> clicking through my albums, and like, it's so much that's influenced. You know what? Why? Why I like what I like. But if I'm thinking about more recently, and the sounds that I just 
I just think just blew me away. It'd have to be more recently Sempaternal by Bring Me The Horizon. I just think it was just absolutely incredible. It was just nice. ticked every box I've got for, for, for that for that sort of music. But but growing up, I don't know. Like I've just looked at it said uh, Limp Biscuit, like we said, hot dog flavoured water. Like that that was a big album at the time for me. But I don't know, it's really difficult to pinpoint um in this moment in time. Okay. An imp- an impressive album to, to name. That's all right. <laughs> forgive you um <laughs> so what about you uh, what about um john yes what about you well uh apart from deftones i guess i'm a I, I i like the more extreme music growing up so i was always one of those people who try to find something that was a little bit out there a little bit weird so um probably calculating infinity by the dillinger escape plan nice that's probably one of my favourite albums from growing up and then next to that would be uh, Jane Doe by Converge nice so yeah both, my, my sort of thing both <laughs> solid hardcore albums um, yeah I saw I saw Dillinger Escape Plan they, they always stick in my head when everyone I always tell everyone this story when I see them or I hear about them but um, Reading Festival I don't know if you heard about when they played then uh, is this the, the poo yeah. incident per yeah. chance yeah basically yeah. just took a shit in his t-shirt <laughs> smeared it put the t-shirt back on and then threatened to crowd surf. Um, Amazing. But he was singing away or screeling away, but he kept retching as well. So, you know, he wasn't, like, he was the original, like, blah sound. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The original blah. Yeah, exactly. He was actually spitting out a nugget, and that's how he made that sound. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of corn. (laughs) Good man. We... Um, got it. <laughs> what about you, Rich? Uh, I bands. Okay, there was there was kind of three albums that kind of got me into music, uh, uh, and they were like they were Nirvana's Nevermind, obviously, uh, Green Day's Dookie, and Smash by Offspring. Yeah, uh, th- those were the ones that um, I I I didn't know I liked like he- like rock music until I heard it, and I heard that as like that's what I've been looking for. That's I want to hear more of this. But nice. from, I think from a, like a musical point of view, when I started playing the songs that I learned, the albums I learned back to back were Rage Against Machine, Rage Against Machine, obviously, um, Antichrist Superstar by Marilyn Manson and www.pitchshift.com. Those three albums, as soon as I heard, I, just, I, had, to, I had to learn every every song, every note. And nice. that, yeah. Yeah. Nice. So that's my top six. Yeah, <laughs> you asked for three. Sorry, no, that's good. No, solid albums, solid albums. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, dot com. We've already kind of gone over pitch shifter on that front. It's um, it's great. Antichrist superstar. Trying to separate the artists from the allegations, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, difficult. absolutely. But I, I remember, like, I had never seen or heard anything as rock and roll as that. It kind of terrified me at that young age. Going, yeah. what the fuck is this yeah i went to and now and now it terrifies me to a whole new different level yeah no it's crazy <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still scary yeah just, just you know, in a, in a very way. very human way but it's um no i mean just talking about the album itself i mean for me that i bought that album at a, at a festival um i remember picking it up at like um again it was reading festival actually um but yeah they had a record store in there and i think he was playing that year it was around when antichrist came out and uh yeah i mean it was it was just one of those albums where it's just pure like it's just what's the way it's just pure aggression really it's very raw um it's Trent Reznor man yeah exactly it's that, it's that production that's that's what does it yeah yeah it just sounds edgy if that makes sense um 
and yeah i mean going going into the sort of like the punk sort of stuff that you were talking about as well at green day um yeah I've, i remember them from back then it was it was i mean they're, they're still kicking around now obviously offspring massive band um how like a lot of tunes a lot of catchy tunes as well um but yeah no that's really cool thank you guys for that unless you've got any more albums you want to uh I do, I, do you know what? I do want to throw out um, Wu-Tang Forever as well. I know Kit would have been smashing that. That was yeah. absolutely mind-blowing when that came out. That Belter. Yeah. Solid album. I was actually listening to that the other day. It's still, it's, it's, it's still all right. It's still all right. Uh, <laughs> and just basically, I just keep up to date with anything the Baja Men release as well. Yeah. <laughs> since, you let, since you let the dogs out, I've just been, I've been hooked. What, else are, <laughs> what, are those, what other questions have they been asking? No idea. No idea. I just follow. I just, <laughs> I just, I just, I just follow. Them. I just, every time I see they release a single, I just put back on Who Let the Dogs Out. Okay. It's just, it's just a belter. So you go Can't to their shows and they play Who Let the Dogs Out, and then you're the one that shouts, "Play Let the Dogs Out again." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and nine times out of ten, they're like, "All right, we 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 pretty much made a lot of money off of this, so we yeah. just keep doing it." Yeah. We'll do this. We'll do this for forty-five minutes. <laughs> you ever thought of covering that? No. No. There's, see. I've, I've thought a lot of weird covers and uh, there's lots of things that we we sort of talk about covering what we'd like to do but yeah I, I think if, if we had a spare I don't know two years we could just sit down and just get all these covers out and done with we'll probably have enough albums for about a decade maybe like an epidemic now that's what I call Steven Akira 1 Steven <laughs> <laughs> Akira yeah, yeah. Actually, that was a depressing thing I saw the other day. Uh, talking of now albums, the new uh, now that's what I call dad rock album. Like usually, it features tracks you would associate with dad rock, a bit of Boston, you know, all that kind of stuff. But uh, now it's got things like Sum Forty One on there, and oh. uh, and Avril Lavigne, and um, <laughs> you know, uh, where can I, I can get this off Amazon, right? Or yes. Something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's my birthday in a couple. No, okay. um, <laughs> but I, I need it on vinyl. On vinyl, um, oh, elitist. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> this doesn't sound right otherwise. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. That was that was a like uh, a shocker. I think is the word for that one. Um, um, but yeah, what? Well, um, actually, I'll talk about cover songs. Because that, that was something that you've kind of done in the past, and I don't know if you're planning anymore, but you did a bang in, uh, was it um, Intergalactic? Thanks, man. Um, that, was, that was really good fun, actually, um, as, as covers go. That was really good. We have this, we have this proper... My, I, I wrestle with, with covers because I'm, like, I'm so keen to... After this, for me, is like... I love the creativity side of our own songs, like, and, and I'm drastic like that. But at the same time, I do listen to things from time to time, and I think man, that'd be cool if, you know, me and the boys got on that and did that. Like, we could do something really cool. Um, but to be fair, like, the past, uh, the past you're doing, like, the album and everything, I've been really focused on let's get our new material done. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, every now and again, every, all of us, right, everyone pops up every now and again and says, how about we cover this? How about we cover that? Um, so, yeah, I mean, we could, we could do another one at some point, I guess. I don't know. That'd be cool. I mean, I've enjoyed, enjoyed your other covers that you've done. Um, is it Fix Up Look Sharp? Yeah. Um, we don't want to talk about the other one. Cover is a loose term for that one. 
I think there was a sample in there somewhere. <laughs> only because I put it in there after his kit. Tell him the story about that. What, that cover? <laughs> yeah. Where to begin? <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, so we, it, there was particular, there was a sample that we used and the, the geezer that's in the sample, the intro's like introducing it, you just couldn't get rid of it and it was like really off-putting. It just felt like it was a bit out of place on the whole thing. And then it was just trying to bring it all to, it just never felt 100% cohesive. Yeah, I'll I tell you what, it didn't, it didn't feel like that because the tune that we wrote first had nothing to do with the song. Well, there so is that. We, yeah, we took, we took a track, we took a track <laughs> that God knows what I think and uh, one day... Boomstick, wasn't it? Mate, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. I thought <laughs> talking Fix Up Look Sharp. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the one that we don't talk about. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Fix Up Look Sharp with Boomstick. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Definitely not talking about the other one. Yeah, so, yeah, sorry, yeah. So Boomstick was a song that we... We had back in the back burner, similar to the Islander. We had Islander for, for years before we did anything with it. Yeah. But Boomstick was one we just kept going back to, and it was just mental. And every time I went back to it, it was like, no, it can't, doesn't really work. And then we just chucked, I think it, just, it was a practice. I was like, oh, I'm just going to do these Rascal because no one's going to see it come in. And it just worked, and it was just lovely. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's, it was just one of them impromptu things. It, it suddenly had a purpose. Yeah. Nice. No, I love a good cover version. Um, again, to go back to my, we used to do it in my band as well. We had um, a whole bunch of ones that we did and one that got stupidly out of control. Um, like people were requesting it above our original songs. So <laughs> we eventually dropped it, but it was very difficult to shake. Um, so I know what that's what, what, like. What was it? Would we, would we know the... Oh, you'd know the song. It's Gay Bar by Electric Six. <laughs> um the funny thing was we we or my singer had heard it before electric six were electric six they were called something else um and they had a track called gay bar which was one of their songs um and then we decided to cover it and we kind of like had it out there as they were coming over here with it and all that kind of stuff um so it got a lot of traction because it was like instantly like you know when people do like instant covers these days yeah, yeah, it was that thing that people do these days where they hear a song and then the next day on YouTube there's a vocal cover or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I hit that and, and, and there, there was one point where they were being interviewed and um, they played our version um, like to, <laughs> to them. And um, I didn't actually hear the interview, but apparently he was like, oh yeah, we'll su- if they make a million dollars, we'll sue them. Um, <laughs> we never made a million dollars, unfortunately. Um, but no, that cover followed us for years. Like we couldn't not play a show without playing it because it got everywhere. It got on like obviously all the radio and all that kind of stuff, played on Radio 1, all that kind of shit. And it was just like crazy. <laughs> I think I think every band's got a track that they just don't want to play anymore, right? Yeah. I mean, most do. Yeah, no, and that, that was the thing. It was like, we, we need to drop this. We need to drop this. But we couldn't do it until it was, I guess, the right time or we'd been sort of like inactive for a little while. Yeah. Um, but we ended up doing other covers. We covered like the Pesh Mode and all that kind of stuff as well and just did nice. random versions of their stuff. So, um, but no, I love a good cover, especially when I'm DJing as well. I love breaking out the sort of like pop punk covers of various other songs and then the heavy metal covers of other songs and kids kids always wanted to do um all the things she said by tattoo 
Dude, that's literally like number one. If if I if I've got like right, Kit, you're picking this cover. There's not even a choice. It's that song. And you got you got that you got that dual vocal thing going on as well. So yeah, similar hairstyles as well. Like we have got similar hair colors. We can definitely pull it off. And you've got school uniforms. Doing the video, mate. It's just, (laughs) it's just. I think it was just bang. I, I can see it now. But... Yeah, we are also two extremely attractive uh, brunette and gingers, aren't we? Um, which everyone yeah, would love to exactly see that. grabbing hold of a fence in the pouring rain. Yeah, I mean it's a selling point. Everyone boys. requires. I mean, this, well, that's what I require. This could be the birth of a seething Akira OnlyFans, where you do specific Amazing. covers for 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 money. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think I would want to be that famous. <laughs> You'd be in the top 4% or something. It'd be good. Uh, <laughs> whatever, whatever cash is on that internet money. Yeah. Yeah, get some of that Bitcoin action. Yeah. Get that Dogecoin. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, finally, guys, what, what, what are your... <laughs> this is strange to this question. But what are your hobbies away from music? So when, oh, you're, not, when you're not doing... <laughs> well, obviously, you haven't been doing like, much in the way in the last year. But what other things do you do to keep occupied? So uh, mine, mine's a little bit of a cop-out. I, I, I video edit. I, I really enjoy just sitting down sometimes and just make it, creating something out of footage. And the plus side is I get to make videos for the band, I get to do promotional material, so it's got a place to go. Yeah. But without being a cop-out, I really enjoy cooking. Cool. That's the best old school jungle beat on that. My yeah. internet is being great right now. <laughs> oh my god. Producing gold, mate. Don't worry about it. That, when, mate, when you see it, you're going to love it. <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll send you the sample. We talk like that all the time. I'm sure there's probably someone I can take that would make that happen. <laughs> oh, cool. Silent. No, it's all right. I can't. I can't beat Kit's slow motion cooking. Um, but I, yeah, I, I go for run. I run my first marathon in October, and uh, I like a run along the seafront, mate. So that's what I do. Nice. Excellent. What about you, John? I literally don't have any other hobbies. No. <laughs> and I'm not even joking. I don't game. I don't do it. I watch a lot of films, but... Okay, you know, that's a hobby. Not... If, yeah, you know. that's about it, really. Music and film. Okay, cool. Cool. Simon? Music and going to weddings, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and collecting exotic beasts. Yeah, yeah. running a zoo. Running a zoo, running a zoo yeah. yeah. Takes a lot of time, you know. Nice. So even up for that killer whale, aren't you, Simon? Yeah. <laughs> or for delivery. Saving up, saving up for the bath that will be big enough, but yeah. <laughs> Get in there. Uh, what about you, Rich? Oh, you know, you know usual fight and crime. Uh, drinking Stella. Drinking Stella. Yeah, you know, you know, going to football stadiums, hanging out with the boys. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit too. I get, I get lost in screens. Really, video games. I'm okay. gone. I, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm smashing that at the moment. I can't remember what my girlfriend looks like. It's not good. Like she needs a crowbar to get me away from the fucking. Thing. Yeah, any. TV mainly, music, nothing exciting, I'm afraid to say. Okay. And sleep. I really like my sleep. I'm sleep really getting good. good at that now. Yeah, sleep really is good. Smashing that. Yeah, 
excellent. <laughs> you're, quite, you're quite good at eating massive hamburgers as well, don't forget. And taking quite, really yeah. long showers. Really, yeah, that's my favourite. <laughs> at the same that time. Is, yeah, there's no weird thing. I just genuinely like long... It's like, I can just be alone. There's no phone. I'm just, just sitting there by myself, have a bit of a cry... And then I just get on with my day. It's, it's you know, it's you know, everyone needs a hobby, and that one's mine. I just love being clean, all right. <laughs> during, during the pandemic, it's not a bad thing. Just spend an hour in the shower, just scrubbing away, you know. Forever unclean. And video, video games mainly, mainly video games. Cool. What you, what you said you were playing Valhalla at the moment? Um, what other, yeah. are you playing any other games at the moment? <laughs> no, just just Valhalla. Just. just no, I'm trying not to. I'm trying to cut down from eight hours a day. It doesn't sound like it. <laughs> no, I didn't say I was succeeding. I'm failing at cutting down. I'm trying to cut down. You know. Oh, I've literally just started that game. I got it for Christmas. So I was just like, I've, I've, I've been playing through Cyberpunk or trying to. So Have you? I, I didn't even attempt that one. I thought, no, I can't. I can't get into that. Yeah. I'll get into that. I'm... I'm lost down a rabbit hole forever. Yeah, just I think it's just obviously a shame with the rushed release. Well, yeah, there is that, and I think it's it's like I managed to get through the sort of like main campaign and whatnot. So, um, but yeah, it's just it, it did crash on me big time a few times. So, yeah. like proper game. It's a shame crashes. had so much. I mean, it, it's not. I can't say it didn't have like it didn't live up to expectation. It still looks like an absolute banging game. Not something I've played, but it looks incredible. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of. Uh, I just think just a couple more months. I think it's all it just needed. Just tweak a few little bits, and it just would have been mint. Yeah. Um, what about you, Charlie? What 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 do you do? Tetris. No bullshit. I don't. I don't play video games. Um, <laughs> oh, you, I'm an adult. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, um. Yeah. Uh, I like um kickboxing, uh, basketball. None of which I've been able to do for a million years, which which sucks. Um, that gets out of my frustration, so I don't headbutt the walls. That's what I've been doing a lot of. Um, I've just started to uh, try and do composition and stuff for film, like music. Um, again, just trying to do something else, but it's all sitting on my ass. But yeah, generally kind of like fitness normally. But it's really hard to do that during the lockdown. I don't like running. I don't like... I like competition, you know? That's yeah. what gets me motivated. Fair. Fair. You should mix basketball and kickboxing, though. That would make a hell of a sport. Kickball? That's <laughs> just football, mate. That's it. No, kickball's <laughs> a game. Kickball's uh, actually a game I've played. Um, it? it's, um, it's basically uh, baseball, but you kick a ball so they'll roll the ball to you the bowler will roll the ball to you you kick it and you run around the bases like as far as you can so, that's, that's, that's probably quite a giggle isn't it oh yeah it's, it's, it's really good I played it when I was in America um, I joined my, my wife's office team um, huh. we won our thing and we won a fucking trophy um, <laughs> but yeah it was literally like they roll the ball to you and you just just fucking just belt it one and they've got people out in the field and stuff to catch it if they like, you know they'll catch you out or whatever but yeah, just sort of like it is actually so, so a game. The, the dude that rolls it right in front of you, you yeah. can you smash it at him as yeah. hard as yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that like a home run? Or her? Or her? Fuck's <laughs> 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 sake! One street. <laughs> yes, we, 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 it was uh, it was um, you know there was no boundaries on our side. It was both men and women. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Is it the same in the pro ranks? I don't know. I've never seen it pro. I just played the game because it was there. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't, they didn't I, I, I didn't, no one was playing soccer. So until right. I joined Apple and then, uh, yeah, I joined their football team. Um, I never, I never get that. You might be able to shed some light on it, but like with, with American football, yeah. um, I always thought like they carry it more than they kick it. Why, why football? I don't know. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a it is a strange one, and and the term soccer is actually a British term as well. Believe it or yeah. not, yeah, it's not a, it's not an American like we're going to call this soccer. Um, <laughs> it's just they adopted it. <laughs> I saw that fact on the internet. Oh, well done! <laughs> Funny enough, <laughs> I didn't love the way you confirmed it, Kit. Like, was like, yeah, that's actually an English term. Kit's like, yes, it is, Barney. Yeah. <laughs> I have read websites, sir. Suddenly, this has just turned into QI, hasn't it? Um, <laughs> oh, I can never be Sandy Toxwig. Um, yeah, speaking of American football, my, my American football team are in the Super Bowl this weekend. So hopefully, by the time it says, they've won. If not, oh well. Um, but that'll be fun. I'm going to stay up on Sunday night for that. Um, like, you, don't, you don't follow any, any NBA at all right or uh, not really no no I haven't really got a team I do watch it but I don't have a team in the yeah. kind of like because um, where I was based I kind of adopted the, the local teams so we've yeah. got a really good ice hockey team that just won the Stanley Cup yeah I've won it a few times the Lightning um, the Buccaneers who are now in the Super Bowl after they signed Tom Brady um, <laughs> yeah um but before that, they were kind of like middle team, you know, sort of yeah. general fodder for most. Um, but they didn't have a basketball team. Um, they had a baseball team who are actually, they did all right last year. They got to the World Series. Uh, <laughs> all this shit after we leave. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they didn't have, they don't have a basketball team in Tampa. So uh, I think the nearest was Orlando Magic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't really adopt a, a basketball team as such. But I do watch it. You know, I enjoy. That's one of my hobbies. I enjoy watching sport. Yeah. Right. Anyway, guys. Um. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna leave it there. So, uh, yeah, Charlie, Kit, uh, Simon, Rich, Stu, and John. I didn't even look at your names on the screen. That's why I was looking away. Got it. Uh, Got it. <laughs> <laughs> you better me. I forget. <laughs> to be fair <laughs> I can't remember my kids names half the time keep calling them different things um, keep calling them Charlie some, no um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah no guys thank you for your time again um, thank you for joining me on this show again um, for the third time first people to get the hat trick of appearances um, others have come close uh, there's no special prize I don't have a trophy or anything there you go I raise a partial Ooh. bottle of water it's, it is water um to you thank you we have not had that dvd nice. furred in from the black case behind you <laughs> yeah which was uh it's actually a video game um yeah you can it's princess and the frog on the nintendo wii <laughs> <laughs> he's already got that one yeah. <laughs> how many frogs you got simon Oh, six, eh? Yeah. <laughs> In the aquarium part of the zoo. <laughs> they just keep the toads company, though, right? 
Sorry, sorry, but I'm I'm worried people won't understand why why you we ref, you know refer your flat to Longleat. What can you just tell everyone what's, what's in there? What have you got? Give us a I rundown. You must have added to it since three weeks ago. Well, I don't entirely know. Um, so there's there's three cats, two ferrets, a collection of spiders, um, an alpaca. Alpaca. <laughs> 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 Um, there's there's beetles, there's there's taxidermy. So there's not only it's not limited to live animals. There's also dead animals. Um, he's up. Don't they, don't, so don't the live ones shit themselves when they see these? <laughs> yeah. Like that's really weird. They're probably they probably go up to them, shaking them, going, you know, Terry, wake up, Terry. Terry's hiding. And uh, funny story. So I, I came home one day. And um, Sorry, Barney, you thought your interview was over, didn't you? No, it's not. No, it's <laughs> it's going to keep going. It's still recording. You know, I'm, I'm just doing stuff out in the kitchen. Partner comes in. She's like, um, I've lost one of the spiders. And, I, you know, I'm instantly, I'm not a fan of spiders, but I'm instantly like, uh, okay, right. <laughs> Better find this spider. And she's like, no, no, no it's died. Oh. Oh, good. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> what a great tone to leave that on, side. Jeez, <laughs> oh, dude, that is the most depressing story I've ever. What a way to end it! Now, and on that note, we're Stephen Akira. Have a great evening. Well, there is one question. There is one question. Are you going to have it taxidermied? Oh, that was months ago. Um, oh. It's in the bin. It's in the bin now. Flushed it. Flushed down the toilet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's interesting man that's yeah crazy. never see it again never see it again cool well guys thank you very much I really do appreciate it um, thank you no good luck with the album um, all that kind of stuff I'm hoping it will do you well on there um, and I implore everyone that's watching or listening or whatever to go listen to it go find your music it is on all the platforms as as most artists have but you've got your band camp you've got your Spotify's, you got your Apple Music, you got your titles, you got all that kind of shit. So go find them, go listen to them. If you're listening to any of my live streams, you're gonna hear them as well. Um so I'm doing one tomorrow night and uh yeah, I'll play you guys at some point. <laughs> so, thank you, man. Hey, um, thanks thanks for the support, man, from from day yeah. dot as well. Seriously appreciate it. Absolutely my thank pleasure. You, Keep doing thanks, what man. you're doing. Will do, man. Cool. Have a good one, guys. Take care of yourself, buddy. Take it easy, dude. See you later. Thanks, See you later.